Hi friend. Has anyone told you that you are amazing today? You, precisely you, exactly as you are. You may be listening to this dreaming of greener pastures and a life and career where you are thriving. Or you may feel like you're thriving and craving additional growth and tools to sustain your well-being. However today finds you, we honor that and celebrate the strengths that lie within you, those that are uniquely yours and that nobody can take from you. Settle in and imagine possibilities with us. If you need a boost of inspiration, then we're especially glad you're here. Always remember, you are enough here. You are enough. Love your strength. Hi friends, I am Clifton Strengths coach Kyle Johan Baker and this is Love Your Strengths. In today's episode, I am so excited to speak with Julia of Ride the Tide Collective. Julia is a career coach and strategist that equips ambitious corporate professionals who value the stability of the 9 to 5 to strategize and take action to control and advance their career. With over 10 years of experience in career development, teaching and coaching, Julia has helped thousands of professionals find clarity in their career path and support them in their career exploration, management, and advancement. As an experienced career coach with a counseling-focused master's degree, multiple certifications, Julia uses her knowledge to create clear and action-oriented career content. Julia, she's an honest and direct coach, and her content reflects these traits. Julia's top five strengths are strategic, learner, relater, achiever, and maximizer. Welcome, Julia. Thank you, Kyle, so much for having me. I'm so excited to be a guest on this podcast. I love talking about strengths. (laughs) And that is what we are here for. I read your introduction, but tell us a little bit about you personally. Like, how did you get here today? Yeah. So I have to talk about how we met because I feel like it's a fun story. So we met through an Instagram reels challenge through another coach. And I have to share that because you just never know where you're going to meet people and the impact that they're going to have in your world, your life, your business, all of that. And then through that, I invited Kyle into a coaching community that I'm a part of because I just loved what he was doing. And now we're here on your podcast. And I just love the internet (laughs) in the world can just bring us together to do something like that. So I had to share that. (laughs) But outside of that, like you said, I'm a career coach and One of the things that I like to emphasize, there are a lot of career coaches out there. There are a lot of people who use that title and it's not always used appropriately. And so I always like to remind audiences that I've actually been trained as a career coach specifically. I have worked with hiring managers and recruiters for years. And so what's really great about that is I have heard multiple perspectives around career development and hiring and all of those aspects. And that's a really different perspective than somebody who worked in a business or was a hiring manager in one 
field or one role. I'm not discounting their experience. It's very valid and it's good, but just make sure that when you're looking at career coaches, that you understand the background that they have. This is my little PSA that I have to give Mm -hmm. most interviews that I do because the coaching world is completely unregulated right now. And so I just wanted to share that Outside of that, I'm a wife and a mom. I'm a mom to a tiny human. I'm a mom to a dog who is a mini schnauzer and just full of, I don't even know what, spunk is probably the best thing I can say about her. I currently reside in Utah, which is a story in and of itself, but I'm originally from Southern California and spent the majority of my life there. I've been in Utah for about the last four years or so. And if you had asked me five or six years ago, if I would be owning my business, I would have laughed at you and said, absolutely not. I will never own a business. I am going to work for the man my entire life. I'm risk averse, all those things. And here I am running my own business because sometimes life just comes at you and you have to make some decisions. And I made some decisions and here we are. (laughs) Oh, I love that. And and that's the beauty of, I think to me, obviously this is the beauty of strengths. It's the beauty of the things that led us to where we are today. We may not always think we, or we may think we even know exactly where we're going, what that next step is, but we're going to find curveballs. We're going to find unique ways that mm-hmm. we're applying our strengths and even understanding who we are in our life, the roles that we've had and having that excitement. It's in those strengths that we find different people that we connect with. And we say, yes, this is the right person to work with. This is the mm-hmm. right person to support me. This is who we want to collaborate with. And like we find in a reels challenge, we say, mm, like, we've got a connection here. We've got these relationships that just click naturally and want to take that next step with it. Yes. And I have to share one thing because I know your audience is here to hear about strengths and to hear about some of my strengths in particular, but strengths finder, the Gallup strengths assessments had a couple different names over the years. It is one of the assessments that truly changed my view of myself And it took me from looking at myself in a negative view because of certain feedback that I received from people. Mm. Once I understood my strengths, I understood that feedback better. And I understood why I was getting it and what was going on. And so I want to tell your audience that because this assessment is so powerful. It completely wired my brain about how I view myself, my confidence, all of that. And actually my top strength back then was totally different. It's not even in my top five anymore, but it was the one strength that answered so many questions about myself and why I was the way that I was. (laughs) It was crazy. So I want to share that because I think your audience will find value in that. Or if somebody is questioning whether or not they should take the assessment, take it. It will absolutely help you find clarity and language about who you are. Yes. Uh, Thank you, Julia. So with Love Your Strengths, we are writing a love letter to and from our strengths. And in each episode, we're focusing on one strength to talk about and dive deeper about how it impacts you, your business, your life. What strength do you want to talk about today? 
I would like to talk about my learner strength. We love learner. We love all strengths, but <laughs> excited to hear about this. So with learner, the Gallup definition, I always love to provide this as a base foundation for what each strength means in case you've never heard of it before. So people who are exceptionally talented in the learner theme, the learner strength, have a great desire to learn and want to continuously improve. The process of learning is what's important to them rather than the outcome, and it really excites them. These are textbook definitions. They are not necessarily meant to catch everything, but provide that base foundation for folks. So I'd like to know, as you think about learner as a strength, what does this strength mean to you and how does it show up in your life, your business? Yeah, like I mentioned before, learning my strengths answered a lot of questions for me. And the learner strength answered this question of why am I so inquisitive about things? Up to that point in my life, this is probably my mid-20s, wanted to learn a lot of different things. I loved research. I loved watching videos. Like I was that kid kid, like probably 10 or 11. And I would watch videos on Greek mythology because I loved learning about that. So when mm -hmm. I look back into my life, I'm like, oh, this strength has been there for a long time. But it's really, I don't care what it is. I don't care what I'm learning about. I will absolutely find value in the content and the knowledge and the definition says the act of learning that knowledge and figuring it out. And I will tell you, there is a shadow side to that, which mm. is I also want to start a lot of hobbies. And <laughs> I like, if you have learner strength, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. My husband probably six or seven years ago, started asking me the question, do you actually want to do this thing or do you just want to know how to do it? So even he figured that out with me. And now I now ask myself that, is this something that I legitimately want to invest time and money into getting all the things for it? Or do I just want to go watch a YouTube video about how to do it and then question whether or not I could actually do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that because what you're talking about is like you're increasing your inner knowing. You're increasing the questions that you help have for yourself as you're going throughout life. It's a question of, is this what I want to spend my entire time doing? Or is it a is it a character habit? This is who I am as a person. And so that you can thoughtfully engage in these processes, you can go for like in that that moment where it's a hobby or it's a YouTube video that you watch. I hear it as you're giving yourself permission to have fun. You're giving yourself permission to engage at a specific level. It's not like, I feel like we sometimes in U.S. culture have a, it's all or nothing to go all in and become an expert at this suddenly. And instead it opens up you to say, yeah, this is, I'm learning this process. I'm maybe taste testing it and then going to decide, is it actually for me? Or it was the process of learning about it. And I'll tell you how this showed up in my career. So I, yes. I always connect things back to career because I'm a career coach and 
when I got out of grad school, the whole point of me going to grad school was to work in higher education. That's how I was trained to become a career coach. But that first job post-grad, I was trying to figure out which way to go, what type of work did I want to do and all of that. And I had actually been in the provost office, which if you understand academia is basically the second in charge after the president. And I loved that position because I got to do so many different things. I got to learn about all the different parts of the university. It was amazing. I loved it. Mm -hmm. It was having a hard time finding something similar in the different functions within the university. And I had narrowed it down to academic advising and career advising because I wanted to work one-on-one with people in that kind of coaching capacity. And I ruled out academic advising almost immediately after I talked to somebody who did it because it's extremely monotonous. You are Mm. effectively doing the same thing day in and day out. You are looking at the same schedules. You are having the same conversations over and over again. And that sounded awful to me. I wanted more variety in what I was doing day to day. So I chose career because I got to hear about the different majors and I got to learn about different majors. I got to research different careers with students and alumni and all of that. And it really fed that learner strength in me. And here Mm. I am now as a business, I still do career coaching for the same reason, because Mm. I love learning about people. That's part of my learner strength is just really trying to uncover what makes them tick and learn more about them. But then I also get to learn about different industries and different job functions and different processes and all of that. So I've really seen it heavily play out in my career. And I can say from experience in working on a campus that was actually strengths-based people who have the learner strength have the hardest time choosing careers because they want to do so many different things. And once I figured that out, oh my gosh, the conversations shifted Mm. with my learners where I could say, look, you're going to like everything. You are going to want to know all of the things. Just pick the thing that you are most interested in right now. (laughs) As you continue through your career, you will find something else. And I was like, just make sure you have a career that has a lot of variety in it. And that will effectively help feed that strength within you. Two things I hear. One, if you're somebody who has learner and you're in a career transition, Julia might be your person. Two, what I love is you talk about learner. So context for everybody is that learner falls into like the strategic thinking domain. So it's a general category that this strength goes into so that you can get a greater understanding. It's often about like collecting thoughts and putting or like making sense of what it is. But as you talk about your learner, I also hear how this is so intricately related to relationship building about Mm -hmm. connecting with others and seeing how like we build relationships, how we can truly know one another by learning and engaging in this process. Absolutely. And I will tell you, I am an introvert by nature. Most people don't know that about me because I do things like this. Mm -hmm. I'm very animated and we talk and all of that. Granted, I know Kyle. So there's also a different level of comfort between the two of us, but I'm still an introvert at the end of the day. 
but I am convinced that it's my learner strength that allows me to really be more comfortable engaging with people. Because as soon as you say something that mm -hmm. piques my interest, especially if it's something I don't know about, I'm in. I'm all in on that conversation and I'm going to ask you so many questions <laughs> because mm -hmm. I want to know everything about that thing. Yes. <laughs> it's time for you to grow in your own unique way, honoring your specific passions, gifts, and tendencies. When we work with our strengths, we find out that what's important is not what's been missing, but instead recognizing what has been here all along. Take intentional steps towards a thriving and fulfilling life by using strengths. Book your consultation call today to get a custom program put together for you and your team. So tell me, how does the strength show up in your business and how does it like help you be successful? Like I mentioned, I'm still a career coach at the end of the day. And so that is really the primary way that I see it show up. Now, the downside to that is it makes it hard for me to niche down into who I work with because I'm so interested <laughs> in working with people across sectors and mm. across job types. So really I focus it into people who are more ambitious and high achieving, but it doesn't really matter what your job is and what you do. In terms of my business, and I'm going to talk about running my business because it does yeah. play into that as well. I have found that I love to create new resources or new mm. courses, anything that holds information for people. Even if it's something I already have knowledge about, I will always go and do additional research and make sure that everything I'm thinking or have experienced is really up to date. And so the act of getting to go research and do all that. I really enjoy that, but I also have to curb it because I can mm. go down the rabbit hole of, oh, let's create this resource. Let's create this course. Let's do this. Let's do that. So I have to then find other ways to feed that learner within me. And it usually comes with my clients. I think that's the delicate balance. But when I start to feel that itch, I will always try to take a class watch a course, something like that, or even improve resources that I already have to make sure that I'm still feeding the learner need within me. Yeah, totally. And you shared several really important things. One, like any strength can fall into this place where it like becomes dominant. It's like taking up too much of our time. It becomes like some people might even think, oh, this is a weakness of mine. A weakness is that I love learning too much because it takes over and dominates, which like, I hear you. I've had those moments, like with some of my strengths, what we're doing is we're trying to find those thoughtful ways that we're engaging with it to keep it so that it really is something that is serving you and helping you propel your business, propel your life forward and have that engagement. Absolutely. It creates analysis paralysis a mm -hmm. lot of time. That was the other thing as you were talking, I'm like, yes, analysis paralysis. <laughs> Because you get, you want to keep doing the research. That's what's mm. hard for me. I want to keep learning. I want to keep doing the thing. And eventually I've taught, I've known about this strength for a very long time. So I've really put things in place for myself, like checks and balance so mm -hmm. that it doesn't 
get too out of control. (laughs) So I'll give myself time limits. And I think this is really helpful when Mm. you're researching, if you're really into research, it's I'm going to give myself an hour to research this topic. And whatever I learn in that hour is what I learn. And I got to figure out what I'm doing based on that. And that really helps keep me more on track than if I just sat and did it. I hours I would lose hours. Mm, Nah, I love those tips, those habits that are keeping it so that the strength continues to serve you and it continues to help you engage thoughtfully. So as you think about how your strengths show up in your life or ways that you're investing in your strengths. One of the core beliefs that I have around strengths is that strengths are a place that your personal energy comes from. It's what helps give you life and continues to help you show up in thoughtful, engaging ways and see the success that you want in life. So what are ways that you invest in your strengths and like where they're really giving back to you? So I would say... I make sure that I do trainings. I I love conferences. Mm. With COVID, that really messed up a lot for me <laughs> in that regard. But I think any time where I can hone in on something, as you said, and as the definition says, sometimes it's just the act of learning. So being in that kind of classroom, quote unquote, environment, whether that's an online course or a live lecture or going to a conference, I finally get to go to a conference this year. And I'm really excited because I'm a conference junkie. I love that environment in that space. Mm -hmm. And I actually, it's funny that you asked that because when COVID happened, I felt like I really pulled back on the learner aspect. And that was for a lot of reasons. That was a hard time Mm. going through different things. But I realized very quickly that I needed to incorporate that into my schedule and my cadence Mm. throughout the week to make sure that that strength was growing in some way. Because it does, even though it's not my top, it becomes very dominant because of its nature. Mm -hmm. So that was one thing I did this last year. I made sure to put time into my calendar to learn something. And it didn't have to be anything crazy. I talked about courses, Mm -hmm. things like that. Honestly, it could be searching a topic on TikTok and watching (laughs) a handful of videos and seeing people's perspectives on a particular topic. I love that because that gets me Mm. to think about things in a different way. And it can be silly stuff or serious stuff. It doesn't really matter. It could be a YouTube video, anything like that. Like I just want to learn about new things. And so I try to make space for that. Now, I love taking time to really block out and understand even as you're looking at your schedule that you have, like identifying what are the strengths that we use throughout the day that we can have intentional engagement? We know where the po- where our personal power is coming from and what's continuing to help propel us forward or even make it so that we get our work done quickly and we have time to rest in the end. We have time to choose whatever activity it is, going for a like five-minute walk with our dog or just going and laying on like sometimes I lay on the ground just close my eyes for a moment because like I love my computer and what it allows me to do but like these eyes like they need a break so having an understanding of why you're using your strengths can be so critical to helping you find your success absolutely and I want to mention too and so 
the other thing to this is I've been using strengths and teaching strengths for a long time. I am not certified the same way that Kyle is. He is knowledgeable on a whole other level, but I've been using it with clients for a long time. And so I'm able to see not only my own strengths, but other people's like combination of strengths. And one of the things that has paired really well with learner is my strategic strength. Mm. And as a business owner, I have seen that really help me be an effective business owner because my ability to strategically look at my business and understand what I want to do, what needs to be done. I can do the research to get me there. Like all of that combination together, Mm -hmm. I think is really one of the reasons that even though I was really hesitant to start my own business, I fell into it pretty comfortably after a while because I was like, I have all the strengths to do this. I have this great mix of strengths that are great for a business, for running a business and being a coach. And so I saw that combination. I was like, I can do this. I can do this. And it was really my strengths that helped me believe in myself at that level. Yes. That is a hot tip here, y'all. Julia just shared is those combinations of strengths, those dynamic duos that come together, both within yourself of what strengths are you using to pair to go above and beyond to create those superhuman powers. And as you're thinking about people that you partner with having those dynamic duos, what are the strengths that are going to make that impact? Uh, Thanks for sharing that, Julia. So last question that we have for today. What is something that you're looking forward to, whether it's in your business, your life, how can people like even stay in touch with you? Yeah. So I I have to share my career journals and Kyle knows about Mm -hmm. these (laughs) walking through this process with me. But um, at the end of 2022, I released a collection of career journals and it's called the Control Your Career Journal Collection. And there are three journals. One is focused on career exploration, one on career management, and one on career advancement. And I loved creating these journals. Like, and again, okay, this is my one of my learner strengths coming in right yep. now. I released them on Amazon. I did everything through KDP. So I got to learn about how Amazon works, how KDP works this whole new world that I did not know before. And so that's a really great example of how I'm able to really utilize that strength and continue to feed it through the work that I do. So now I've got these three journals, they are live, they are out into the world. And I'm really excited over this year to promote those and put them out because Career coaching, honestly, it's expensive. It doesn't matter who you go to. It's not something that is easily accessible for everyone. And I'm very aware of that. And these journals were my way of saying, I want people to be able to have a similar experience with me, with someone like me through this journal. So these journals have different prompts and questions that I commonly ask in sessions related to these topics. And I have to share, I had a current client who read through them and she even said, oh, you have asked me a lot of these questions. This is very, you really are taking them through your process. Now, obviously I'm not there as a coach, 
but you still get that reflection piece. You get the questions that I have spent the last 10 years cultivating and putting together as the questions that I think are most important for these topics. So I would say that is the thing that I'm most excited for this year. And you can find me on my website, which is ridethetidecollective.com. The journals are linked there right on the first page. You can also search Julia Toothaker in Amazon and my journals come up, which is also really cool. (laughs) And I'm very active on LinkedIn. So if you are on LinkedIn, I encourage you to connect with me. I think Kyle's going to have all my links. Please connect with me and let me know that you found me through Kyle's podcast. I love having that connection with people. I respond. I'm the one answering everything for the business. So you're dealing with me directly all the time. Yes. Julia said we're going to be including all of that in the show notes. So pop over to click those links, get direct connection to Julia and Thank you so much for being here today, for sharing your wisdom, sharing your strengths. And thank you to the people listening to this episode. I appreciate you taking time to invest in yourself, invest in each other. Also, you should look up Julia on podcasts for to see what she's got there. There's a lot of great content as well as some new episodes, I believe, coming soon. Depends on what soon actually looks like. They'll be there. There's a history and a library of everything there. But really, again, thank you so much for being here today, Julia. Thank you, Kyle. I'm happy to have been here and shared with your audience. Hey, thanks for listening all the way to the end. I'm so glad that you were here investing in yourself and odds are investing in other people. It would mean the world if you take a moment to write a review and share this episode with a friend that you know would be interested in it. I want to thank my collaborators, Averson Creative, for the design work and copy to make this podcast a reality. The music is by Secret Nation. Thanks for being here today, and I hope you have a wonderful, strengths-filled day. Peace.